Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. Verstappen finishes the season like he began and wins Abu Dhabi at a canter. Perez gets his elbows out and gets slapped in the process. And Leclerc gets crafty to try and steal some positions. It's the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. We wrap it up with a look at our fantasy league and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow and subscribe buttons. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I am Owen Scott and with me, as always, is Dave Jericho and the Bolivian boy toy. Isidro Consalvish. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> That's what took me the most time preparing today was getting that name together. Um, uh, in a race where there was many, many battles, but I think the main battle that we all had was trying to stay awake. Dave, sum it up for me. The last race of the season, the finale. Did it Did it oh, grab you by the balls? It grabbed something, all right. Um, it's, oh, it was terrible. It was, it was yeah, it was, just, it was just a snooze fest. Um, I think the last what the last lap was the most exciting um well actually sorry the the opening lap or two and then the last lap or two was and then everything in between like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so enthusiastic um isidro give me your give me your sum up any positives to pull from this one uh, like they were saying, the first and second lap was quite interesting to see Leclerc fighting for the first place with Verstappen. And then again, the last lap Leclerc fighting to for Ferrari to get to second place in the constructors. That mm. was the most exciting. And overall, I think the Tsunoda, I was keeping an eye on Tsunoda to see if he finished on the points. This was a great race for him and Alphatari. Yeah, I'm against talking about Sonoda, so we're not going to talk about that again. Thanks for that. (laughs) Um, uh, Red Bull and Max Verstappen, uh, resounding season, uh, just unbelievable. And I think the turn one and the rest of the race for Verstappen really summed up his season, Dave, didn't it? Just dominant. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I think fucking uh, Max probably had a had had one of his worst races of the season. He only finished 17 seconds ahead of (laughs) Charles Leclerc in second. Um, it was uh, yeah. Look, like like what a season. I mean, he's uh, we said it countless times. It's the perfect combination of an amazing driver and an amazing car. Um, so uh, and I I hope it stays like that for next season. But we get other you know other combinations that can sort of compete with it. I I, I don't want to see the Red Bull fall off or Max Verstappen lose form or something like that. I want to see another team like McLaren or something step up and Lando Norris fight with them or whoever it might be, or if it's even Lewis Hamilton trying to get that eighth title, whatever. Um, I really want to see that next season. But um, as for his race today, I mean, he had to stick his elbows out a bit. And I think he just went on autopilot, even when it looked like Leclerc was close by um, and he was keeping within sort of like a second and a half, two seconds. I think he was just cruising. He just looking after the tires, knew he didn't have to do much, knew he had the pace. And uh, and then look by the end, look, 17, 18 seconds. I know Leclerc slowed down a little bit towards the end, but uh, mm. he was still going to finish probably about 15, 15, 16 seconds ahead. So, um, yeah, cracking, cracking race and another third well we already knew he won the third world title although he's won what did he he's won all but three races this season yeah. i mean what the fuck <laughs> absolutely <laughs> unbelievable i don't know if it talks about uh how dominant he is in red bull are as opposed to how bad maybe some of the other teams were this year 
combination of both. I mean, we have to think as well that M- McLaren didn't come into to, to the to the scene until uh, Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Um, then sort of around that same point, Aston Martin, are, are the voices in your head talking to you there, Scotty? You just drifted off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the uh, F1 to the to the right there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I mean, the, the McLarens didn't come into their own until uh, Silverstone. And then it was sort of in around the same time when Aston Martin brought their upgrades and they tailed off. Although even when they removed those upgrades, they had that brief stint where we thought, oh, they're looking like they're back to their old self again. Um, and it obviously just wasn't panning out. But had maybe McLaren had a bit of a better uh, start to the season, um, I think maybe they could have secured probably second in the driver's standing if they had the form they, they finished on. So um, that's what I'm saying. Next season, I'd like to see not... Uh, I, I want to see uh, Red Bull be as dominant and Max being as dominant, but I want to see some other teams and drivers stepping up their game. Um, I think that'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah, we need it. We really do need it. Um, Isidro, Max Verstappen's teammate, for now anyway... Um, Who is Isidro? Isidro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he'd be as useful, I'd say, as Sergio Perez has been this season, <laughs> in fairness. Um, talk to me about Perez uh, Perez today. He's only near the end of the season starting to come into a little bit of form again. Um, yeah, tell me about his race today. I think today it was the... He's coming back for the last few races. And today, if it was that mistake with Norris, I think we would have a different a different uh, grid and a different results on the constructors. But overall, I think he's coming back to his form, but a little bit too late. Although, say that, enough to keep the, the seat in Red Bull for 2024. Yeah, yeah. If he keeps his form as he did now, we're going to see a, a good beginning of the season. Let's see if it doesn't fall from yeah. that. Uh, yeah, as we said last week, I mean, if it's not if it's not completely broken, you, there's no point in trying to fix it um, because he has done an, an okay job when you look at the results near the the end of the season. Dave, tell me about uh, the the Norris and Perez clash. Um, did he did he deserve the five seconds? Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit naughty. Um, it was a bit. I wonder though whether I, I think he still probably in the long run would have had pace to take that position back anyway. So um, it was probably a little bit of a um, a panic move maybe uh, in the moment uh, rather than thinking of the long game. Um, but yeah, he pushed them off. He deserved the he deserved the penalty. But in the end, ultimately, it made no difference to to, to anybody. Like in the end. Yeah, as you say, Perez really didn't have anything to to play for today, really, did he? Other than pride, so yeah. maybe a bit foolish to actually lunge in there and and uh, and try and take that position rather than waiting because he clearly had the pace. Um, Leclerc, guys, um, we'll move on to on to Ferrari. Charles Leclerc again. We're going through this quick fire because yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing the else to talk about. Like everybody, <laughs> um, yeah, Charles Leclerc um, again uh, showing a little bit of form coming into the end of the season. This is what we would have hoped that he would have done throughout the season, but he hadn't. Um, it it gives us a little bit of promise, Dave, maybe for next season that he can maybe continue that on. I don't have any hope for Ferrari. Um, I've lost since 2008. I've lost all hope for Ferrari. I just. <clears throat> 
like even the fact of them getting pole positions and finishing second and on the podium, I still see McLaren being the biggest threat next season to Red Bull than Ferrari. I just see like if you were to see a graph of growth, like, you know, you would see McLaren sort of more on a steady incline, whereas Ferrari would look like a fucking the the, the cryptocurrency markets like yeah. going up <laughs> and down. Um so I was uh but I have to say but if I think doesn't if Leclerc gets maybe what two one, is it one more one more po- uh, p- um pole position doesn't he equal the greatest the most pole positions for any F1 for any uh, Ferrari driver which I mean I mean it's great and all but no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but this is where I'm going with it. Like, I mean, but he's just not converting it. Well, I don't think it's necessarily him. The car has that one lap pace, but he just, or not he doesn't, the car doesn't have the race pace. Um, But uh, it's like it's, getting an award for the nicest football boots in a in a match or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But today, there was, I, at the start, I thought when there was two seconds, he was he was 1.4 and then he dropped two seconds back and then it was like 2.1, 2.2 and stuff like that. And like the undercut was the more powerful and I was like, oh, they should make the move now. Um, the, the tires are dropping off. He's dropped back by a second. Make that move now. Uh, come in for the pits. And he didn't. They waited until it was fucking like a couple more seconds. And then Max Verstappen came in. Then he came out like, what, four seconds ahead of Leclerc or something like that. Or three and a half seconds ahead of Leclerc. And you're thinking, no, had Leclerc made that move, it would have been tight to see whether um, Verstappen, if, if Verstappen had pitted second, it would have been tight to see whether Verstappen would have come out behind or in front of Leclerc. That would have been a nice little battle. But ultimately, over the course of the race, they didn't have the pace. Um, and I don't think it was anything to do with the tires or anything. They just genuinely just did not have the pace to compete with um, the Red Bull. So, uh, or not even the Red Bull, because obviously Perez wasn't able to do to 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 uh, to, to take those positions. So more just couldn't compete with Max and the Red Bull. So, um, yeah. I, I, I have more hope for McLaren next year than Ferrari. I think Ferrari could be looking at a third place in the constructors next season. Mm. Actually, even worse if Mercedes sort their fucking shit out as well. Yeah. Uh, Isidro, we, we were just talking before we before we came on to, to record um, about the, the standings of the race, and Dave noticed um, that he didn't notice that Carlos Sainz got himself a, a DNF. They retired the car near the end. Um, just a, a bad day for, for Sainz today. Well, not only today, I think for the best two races, whatever bad luck Leclerc was having, it mm. went to Sainz. And Leclerc is shining and Sainz is dropping in every single race. Mm. And today was just another example. Not only Sainz bad luck, but Ferrari's strategy was not the best. I mean, they were hoping for a safety car for to get, to get points, to get the Constructors' Championship. But second place in construction championship. Signs didn't help, but I don't think it was his fault. The the FP two accident didn't help. Yeah. And since and since then, uh the rest of the weekend was wrecked for him. Even today we could see that he wa- he wasn't there. Mm. And at the end uh, he got no points, he retired uh, silently. I barely noticed that he was gone. Only now when we were talking that they point out, oh, the NF for signs. Yeah. 
it was a sad end of season for Sainz, I have to say, considering mm -hmm. that he was considering that he's in Ferrari, he he was doing an okay season, but the the best three four races, uh, it was a disgrace overall. Mm. Sainz was already at home with his feet up playing FIFA by the time the, the race finished. <laughs> quick playing, quick exit, gone. Um, Ferrari, uh, we have, I, I would consider, probably two, two of the most talented um, drivers on the grid, yet we constantly seem to be coming back to this, you know, unlucky for, for Sainz, unlucky for Leclerc. Uh, is the common denominator just Ferrari, Dave? Um... Uh... Oh, it's a comb it, it's like the perfect combination with Verstappen and Red Bull. Do you know, like they've uh, they've got the they've got a perfect winning combination, and I think Ferrari have a, a, an unusual combination where you've got great drivers, but maybe sort of sometimes get ruled by emotions and make reckless decisions, accompanied by uh, very poor decisions from their pit wall for race strategies from time to time and then also just that car is not suited for certain tracks and certain you know they it was just so hard on tire wear and stuff so they just it just their package this year just everything about it driver confidence so um i do think they've got a great driver pairing and i think it's worth them keeping both drivers happy for uh for the foreseeable for definitely for the foreseeable future they should keep both of them i think mm -hmm. um but i can imagine if red bull don't get rid of perez for next season which like uh isidro said i probably doubt they will now considering he is starting to show a little bit of pace mm -hmm. um and a little bit of form coming back so i think it'll be what you know what why change it now but certainly the year after i can imagine they're trying to tap up someone like signs or something like that and sort of maybe encourage him not to sign a new long-term deal with ferrari um, and there'll be a seat there at red bull but who knows yeah that would make sense certainly um now uh on to to george russell for someone who seems to in my mind anyway he seems like he is um he's been more dominant than his than his teammate this season he seems to show up on on podiums quite a lot Hamil hamilton has outdone him completely in the in the driver's standing go on Dave. hang on before we just jump into how george russell's race went we fucking completely forgot to mention what uh, uh leclerc was trying to do at the end of the race there oh yeah by helping perez out like i mean jesus that was probably the big how did we forget that that's actually yeah, that was one the of the biggest thing. things that happened in the whole fucking race like that's how boring it was yeah dave take us through that that little move that was class so so if ferrari are if we're doing the awards presentations uh ferrari get probably their drivers get the most kind of ingenious sort of uh racing tag because we had obviously signs earlier on in the season who was uh doing the drs keeping keeping uh i can't remember who it was he was keeping it behind Lars. the drs to yeah to, to to hold his position like yeah which was absolutely phenomenal um and then you had leclerc today saying i'm going to give um, I'm going to back off basically to give Perez the DRS so that he can finish five seconds ahead of George Russell. Um, and in turn, would it will actually in turn now? In hindsight, now we've obviously before we jumped on here, I don't think it would have given them the 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 second place in the constructors because 
I think they would have finished tied and with a count back, I think it would have led to Mercedes probably finishing um, finishing top. But I'm not 100% sure. No one quote me on that. It could be completely fucking wrong, but it certainly would have been close anyway. But mm. still, baller move. I love that type of shit. That reminds me of the 2021 uh, Jeddah race when uh, yeah. Max Verstappen and uh, and um, Lewis Hamilton, neither of them wanted to go over the DRS line yeah. first, so they kept breaking before they hit. I love that shit. That is just unbelievable thinking uh in 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 a in a high pressure race like so um so yeah that's all i wanted to give an honorable mention to that uh that maneuver yeah very very clever we've seen it before with leclerc i think it was um so you put jed in my head there uh, bahrain maybe at the start of this season but if it wasn't it was the start of last season the first race of, of last season where verstappen and leclerc were constantly trading back drs zones you remember it was over the space of maybe four laps oh that's right yeah that's right um, yeah just being able to to have the wherewithal to to understand that you know if i give him this here i can take him there and we thought we were going to have a close season i know <laughs> how, how wrong, wrong we were, we were. <laughs> oh at the same time um yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, Isidro, what did you think of uh, the uh, tactician Leclerc? It's amazing how Leclerc must be the driver, the strategy. I think the next step is probably get out of the car, replace the the, the tires, get inside and move on because clearly there's no one else in the Ferrari, just the drivers apparently. They need to, they need to focus on the race, focus on the strategy. Uh, I mean, it's a mess, but fair play to Clerk. At least he he tried to help the team since the team was letting them down the whole season. Go on, Dave. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to uh, make the correction that I made earlier. So, yeah, Charles Leclerc, he will be not the most successful. Of course, that'd be Michael Schumacher. He would be second. He's, he's tied second or, or at the, I think currently tied second with Nicky Lauda. Uh, as yeah, so the second most uh, successful driver to get pole positions or the most pole positions for Ferrari, uh, he's second there. There's your, there's your lovely little medal with a bowling guy on the top of it, Charles. Well done. Exactly. We stick it right here on the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even the right sports person on top. Shitty plastic trophy. Um. All right. Uh, we were moving on to George Russell. I had mentioned that I felt that George Russell was more successful than Lewis Hamilton this season, but it just seemed to be that way because he was probably more vocal. I, I think uh, Hamilton has gone about his business quite quietly uh, and well throughout the year, um, and finished on top of 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 Russell. Dave, give me uh, give me a rundown of George Russell's race today. He kind of again just silently went about his business and did the job. He did, yeah. He had some great pace on the fresh tires. Um, he was, uh, I mean, look, yeah, it was. That's I. I thought when when Perez got the penalty, I thought I was like, Jesus, he's gonna maybe uh, struggle to keep Perez behind. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it he well actually, do you know what I'm saying that that he had great pace and stuff like that. He had great pace, I think, on the on the fresh tires, but it, they kind of quickly went off because every time he. You know, sort of the the first sort of maybe four or five laps on those fresh tires, it looked like you know he was kind of catching anyone ahead by by um, sort of a considerable margin, and then he just sort of always just stagnated and just went nowhere. Um, but I mean, he finished four. Uh, he did, no, he didn't finish. He finished third. Sorry, today Russell no. tired, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, he did finish third today. Sorry, the penalty. Yeah, brought Perez back. That. 
But uh, yeah, look, good race um, overall. Um, do you know, overall for the season, I know we're not doing a season review and stuff like that at the moment, but I, I just I expected more from him. I don't know. I expected him to be more aggressive, that, and, and I know he is at times aggressive. But I, I just expected him to be a bit more of an aggressive driver. Um, yeah, we'll wait and see. Twenty twenty four, I guess. We'll see when when he's got maybe a little bit of a better car underneath him. But um, yeah, I just expected a little bit more from him. But then again, I mean, I don't know. Do you have? I don't know whether anyone's seen the stats of the side by side Lewis Hamilton versus. Um, Lewis Hamilton versus George Russell, and to see who did who did what. I was trying to find it there. Sorry, second. I just quickly see if I can find any sort of stats here. Well, I mean, points wise, there's a there's a huge gap between them. Hamilton on two thirty four and Russell on one seventy five, down from third down to eighth. Yeah, I'm just looking at the head to heads here. I didn't feel um, as if the gap was as big as that when I when I looked at the the final results is is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, look, it's it, it, they didn't have a great car. I mean, look, I mean, you only have to look at how Lewis Hamilton's had some absolutely atrocious, not just results but qualifying sessions as well, been absolutely hmm. piss poor. So. Uh, yeah, look, that sums up Lewis's and, or sorry, that sums up Mercedes season, I think. Yet still finished third in the Drivers' Championship, Lewis Hamilton. Absolutely crazy. But again, that's that's where we go back to what we were saying about Aston Martin and McLaren, though. Like, they, yeah, they were the yeah. kind of the, the rivals, and, like, McLaren didn't pick up till Silverstone, and, and um, Aston Martin dropped off. So had those two kind of maintained their peak form of the season all season uh like the way say Verstappen held his peak form all season then easily Mercedes would have finished probably uh what fourth or fifth or something like that behind um so you know well but behind them I'm sure probably Ferrari would have finished behind McLaren and Aston Martin had that had they maintained their peak form all season so um just Mercedes were just consistently shit all season like and just because of that consistency they got second place whereas fucking Aston Martin and uh and uh McLaren taking McLaren example they started out shit and became good as the season went on had they maintained being good they would have done they would have taken that second place my logic makes no sense I have no sleep so for the last fucking 36 (laughs) hours or whatever so I don't care. <laughs> Worrying about the future of F1, no doubt. Isidro, um, come here to me. Let me know how, what, what your thoughts were on, on Mercedes, and in particular George Russell, I guess, today. But you can talk about Hamilton as well if you want because he finished in ninth and I've got no notes on him. So you talk away. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. Uh, Hamilton had a terrible weekend. I mean, he was out on Q2 on, the quali- on Saturday. Yeah. So that says a lot about the state of that Mercedes and George Russell race, it was as quiet as his season 2023 was. Mm. He was always getting points, finishing on top 10 most of the time. And at the end, he just finished third without realizing or without having too much effort. He started P4, finished P3, knowing well that Paris was getting the five seconds penalty. So no worries there, despite Leclerc attempt. On Hamilton, I think he was complaining since the beginning of the race. And it proved that it never really was a threat to to podium or 
even finished on the points. I mean, he got P9, barely got the P9, but uh, overall, he was not, there was nothing worth fighting today rather than pride itself. Mm. Mercedes Championship with Russell, the way that Russell was doing, Leclerc was doing, signs was off the points. So I think Hamilton, as long as he stayed there on the fight for points, P9, P10, would be fine at the end. Mm. Um, right, let's move on to, to brighter topics. Uh, McLaren, the Papaya Army, uh, absolutely unbelievable in the last few races. Um, finishing today fifth and sixth. Seemed to be some promise that they were going to go a little bit better than that, especially Norris near the end, but somewhat dropping off. Um, Dave, give me your, your review of, of McLaren. Uh, let's start off with Norris, I guess. Um, for, for the race today, yeah, I expected more. I expected... I expected a second place, um, easy, like, you know, well, not easy, but I expected a second place. Uh, definitely showed p- great pace at the start. The two McLarens looked like they were going to absolutely swallow fucking uh, the Ferrari of Charles Leclerc at the start of the race and uh, just never happened. And I I don't know, just they, they maybe didn't maintain their tires or something, but I, I don't think it was necessarily car performance. Um, but it just, yeah, just didn't happen. Um, yeah. A, a horrific pit stop for Lando Norris at one stage. Is there any kind of was there a conclusion to what happened there? Did you see that? Didn't it just look like a, a rear left or something like that was slow going on? Now, I could be wrong, but it just looked like in the replay it looked like a rear left or something like that was slow going on. But someone on Sky Sports said it was something maybe to do with a clutch or something. It was something that Lando did on the steering wheel. Oh, which, did they? Because I the yeah. last I heard they were saying that he might have overshot his mark on the coming into the pit stop, maybe but um. Uh, which it can obviously cause a kind of a, a second sort of loss on that pit stop because obviously all your your mechanics are sort of ready for something that's right in front of them and then all of a sudden it's sort of you know a foot to your right or your left so um so it does slow it down which is ridiculous but that's how quick it is but uh, yeah. but okay. actually but but rather than just talk about because I'll be honest everybody's races were anonymous to me today. I just thought they were all <laughs> shit. So um, rather than talk about that, McLaren's fucking pit stops. We used to always talk about fucking, for, um, not Ferrari, uh, Red Bull just being the master. And Williams just being absolutely biblical at their pit stops. But McLaren, just unbelievable. Like they mm. got what, like 1.8 fastest fucking pit stop ever. Um, and that's with these new heavier wheels and tire, like, fucking unbelievable like that's more important and more interesting than the race it really is it really is um yeah look the rest of the race um or the rest of the people in the race anyone anyone with any honorable mentions um in in oh, the race other than that you're gonna hate my honorable mention oh god is it yuki sonoda it is yuki sonoda <sighs> he fucking drove a great race and i know they hung him out there a lot longer than he should have to try and get those safety cars um, which just never came, but even still managed to finish eighth. I, I don't know. I think that was a fucking that was a crack and drive from Annie led races, like he led, or he led laps, like which was. Uh, I know we were out of sync, actually. And before we go fucking any further, because my brain's only fucking remembering things. It's like fucking PTSD and flashbacks. Um, <laughs> the, uh, do you know this race was only the only interesting things that were kind of going on about this race when commentators were going, "Oh, look at Joe, such and such close to him and overtaking blah blah blah." You're like, this was only because cars were out of sync 
with their pit stops. Yeah. Do you know, like, it was like, oh, look at Lewis Hamilton overtaking fucking Alonso, whoever it was. And you're like, yeah, he hasn't fucking made his pit stop yet. It makes no fucking difference in the world, like, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. that was literally the commentator's kind of excitement was cars that were on old tires being overtaken by cars on brand new tires. And you're like, wow, this is a shit race. Um, <laughs> and... Like it's was made more shit because Las Vegas was so fucking good. Like Las Vegas should have been the finale. Like yeah. I mean, the spectacle, the you know, the you know, I'd happily as much as I hate the whole circus and roadshow that goes around Formula One, I'd happily make Las Vegas the season closer. Yeah, sure. Like yeah. I'd happily do that at this moment in time. Like the Abu Dhabi one, other than the the um the the, the fucking finale between um in 2001 like or sorry in 2021 sorry 2001 jesus in 2021 other than that it's largely a crap race like you know it's yeah, largely yeah. boring as fucking sin and that race that 2021 sorry i'm on a rant now <laughs> i'm too tired um <laughs> that race in 2021 that was a shit race as well the yeah. ending was only fucking exciting because of how it panned out like so I'll be honest, the the Las Vegas race, the actual circuit, the racing, the overtakes, it was much more fucking exciting than this. Um, so yeah, I I think what you're saying really, Dave, is that there should be a, a call for a special F1 team to be invented that just comes around one one race at the end of the season, um, and there's only one driver for the team, and that's Latifi, and he gets to race in the last race of the season in whatever car he wants. Exactly. Well, that's it, yeah. Could yeah. you imagine that? And you just bang Latifi out in the in the Red Bull or something. Yeah, no, in a, in a fucking Ford Escort. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what you mean by any car, like, yeah. you know, like a fucking <laughs> Cortina or something yeah, just like that. just let him spin about the place and, and hit a few people. <laughs> in a Cadillac, like a whaling ship out on the fucking going around corners, like... <laughs> It's what we need. It's what we need. Uh, we we did. It was crying out for a Latifi today, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It needed to say. It needed to say. It needed two safety cars. Um, oh, yeah. And it was. It, it, yeah. It it needed a lot more. Like I said, any overtaking and stuff that was going on, it was it was on cars that were out of sequence in in pit stops and stuff like that. It was shit. Like so, let's just fucking put a fucking shotgun to it and finish up. <laughs> Yeah, let's put a pin in that. Um, will we have a look at uh, driver of the day, loser of the day? <laughs> the oh. fans were the losers of the day today, but will we go through it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's fucking meet our contract obligations. <laughs> go on, Dave. Uh, all right, my driver of the day. Oh fuck, hang on. Yeah, all right. Do you know what I'm going? Uh, oh fuck. It's not my a, driver it's of the, the only day. One. I'm going Charles Leclerc. Driver of the day, just for that fucking baller move to try and do something. Uh, he's the, like, otherwise, it was I could I could easily have given it to Yuki Tsunoda, but I've given him his honorable mention. Like, it's not a participation medal for everybody, so um, I'm going with Charles Leclerc. Um, maintain second place, uh, where he could easily have been swallowed up by those uh, McLarens and uh, made a baller move to try and fucking get his team the second place in the driver's title or in the constructor's title. Um, so for that, yeah, I'll get, and I'm sure he, he got zero votes for the official driver today. I have no idea, but I'm giving it to him. 
Okay. Um, I am going to go with um, something that is, is probably going to be wildly unpopular. Um, and for a, an absolutely flawless race uh, with zero competition whatsoever, I am going to give just this once. My driver of the day uh, goes to Max Verstappen. If the race wasn't shit enough, you had to ruin our driver of the day as well. <laughs> I mean, us giving driver of the day to anyone else throughout the season is basically because this guy is on a different level from everyone else. Yeah, there's no point in giving him a driver of the day. Like, we know he's driver of the day. This is just kind of like making someone else feel better about themselves. It is, as you say, a participation trophy. It's, yeah. it's ultimately Actually, what it Isidro, is. before you give us your driver of the day, what was the official driver of the day? Yuki Tsunoda, 24.2%. Oh, ah, see, well, see, I gave him the honourable mention. That's why I said that's why I didn't give him my driver of the day. Like, I'm going to back Charles myself Leclerc up was there. second. Who? Charles Leclerc was second, 14.3%. Oh. <laughs> there you go. See, look, I, look, I, I, I'm telling you. The man wins by plus 17.9 seconds and doesn't even get a look in. Was he even no. third? Who? Verstappen. Ah, who? who? Exactly. Verstappen. <laughs> yeah, he was even... 59% of the votes. Oh my Max god. Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> or what was it that Sky Sports said at the oh, end? Oh, Verstappen is no there's no Verstappen Max Verstappen or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Um Isidro, go on. Oh, it's another. <sighs> he deserves to have the day for me. I know who's not going to be on our 2024 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Yuki Sonoda. Um all right. <laughs> Flippity flip flop of the day. Who's the loser? Uh you know, I think it's two weeks in a row I've given it. I can't, can't remember who I gave it to last week, but I'm pretty sure it was Carlos Sainz. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I actually wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was Lando Norris I think I gave it to last last week. Um, I'm going to probably go with Carlos Sainz. I think. I mean, that was a bit of a fucking shit fest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's there's no other option really, other than I I think that Alpine somewhat hung out um, uh, Pierre Gasly today um i would have given it to pierre gasly for how he's, he has been treated at alpine um but it has to be science yeah there's no other option really like i could have given i could have argued hamilton like hamilton's car was just fucking like he just wasn't going anywhere in that car like i mean he finished what, what did he finish ninth and started 11th or something like that did he yeah yeah start the 11 they should be nine do you know so but anyway no i'm giving it to uh i'm giving it to science so right Cedro. Um, my loser will be the entire Ferrari team. <laughs> they start this weekend with four points to get to the championship, and they end up three points behind Mercedes. Just one driver finishing. So, yeah, Ferrari's a loser team. The whole team. Like, wow. Well, they <laughs> one of them third. finished second. <laughs> doesn't doesn't really matter, did it? Well, no, but I mean the reason that like had. Signs of had a decent fucking race, they would have won the or come second in the constructors. So if... harsh, harsh man. That's very harsh. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you want to check yourself for twenty twenty four, Zedro? I mean, there's so many other choices there. Williams had a pretty shitty weekend again. Um, did, yeah, does anyone know was... if the Haas teams turned up to the grid at all? Were they there? Were they there? Yeah, I have no idea. Mm. I don't know. I think they they went for through the fucking Pizza Hut drive through and yep. went home. Yeah, I didn't see a Hass at all today. Crazy. K-Mag went to the pizza at lap six, I think. And, and didn't come back out. <laughs> <laughs> and he stayed in the bottom. 
all the oh, way. He finished one lap, but he won't finish one lap down. Where did Hulkenberg finish? 15th. Yeah, I didn't see any of them. Do you know? And the funny thing is, Logan Sargent finished behind Hulkenberg, and I remember the Williams throughout the race. <laughs> yeah. What is with that? Logan Sargent. Oh, not a great rookie season. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dave, will we go on? Let's. Uh, yeah, so what were we on? Race predictions, is it? Mm, I think we're there. Should we probably sum up the. Oh, the results for the Fantasy F1 wouldn't be in well, yet, still would on they? Fucking calculate. Hang on a second. Let me do another yeah. fucking refresh here. That'll probably be probably next week. We can sum up everything all in one go, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We do our we do our season predictions next week as well as the fantasy and uh, who the, our brand winner is. Um, yeah, it's still calculating fucking yeah. results and stuff. Well, like, let's leave, sure let's leave shit. That no, then. I didn't win it anyway. <laughs> YouTube boys didn't win it. <laughs> um, all right, let's go down to the uh, to our race predictions. All right, uh, race predictions for the last race of the season. I had Max Verstappen P one. Obviously, that did happen. Now, this is I had Paris P two, <laughs> which technically. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. You can't. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, wait, I put zero here beside fucking Max Verstappen. What am I doing? Okay, so Perez is uh, a goose egg. And Norris, is, uh, P3, I went with. And that is also a goose egg. Okay, so I went Max Verstappen, P1, which happened. I went Charles Leclerc, P2, which happened. And I went Perez, 3. And it nearly happened only for him ramming. Now, I'm just going to say. That like, was nearly, nearly. I'm a, just going to say. Leclerc finished P2 after penalties. He didn't up, take up, he didn't actually finish up, the he didn't up cross the line of P2. Up your the official arse. Result you is Leclerc second place. He's P2. That's the official result. Get out of that garden. Yes. Just, <laughs> just saying. Just messer. You no. messer. You just making up rules as you go along. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Right, Cedar, who did you I get? The Verstappen first, Alonso second, Perez third place. Right. Now we get into the fucking interesting side of the things. Hang on, I yes, have to bring up the race results now to fucking uh, see what... Stroll what finished P10. Oh, yeah, thanks for that, Stroll. <laughs> just, just about. I noticed he was he was way back the grid at one stage. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to happen. But uh, he saved what it. What an absolute fucking... Battle sausage. <laughs> the <blue hands. laughs> Um Yeah, my one wasn't a, a great either. I said right. an Ocon DNF. V12. For Ocon. Yeah. And I got Ocon outside top 10. He finished V12. Yeah. I should have gone for outside the top 10 with Ocon as well. Gasly, top 10. I mean, that should have happened. Yeah. It didn't. Only for Alpine hanging him out. Yeah. Uh, I had the same thing. I said Gasly, top 10. Did not happen. So, and, and Williams disappointed. I got down from top ten. Williams disappointed me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, so Zedro. Albon P fourteen. Alex Albon for Zedro and yeah, fourteenth. I said top ten. Goose yeah. egg. All right. Well, the point of all this though is that I got no <laughs> points, and Zedro and Scotty both get one point each. What does that mean, Dave? The tables look like. A load of bollocks. That we've, all <laughs> <laughs> we've all finished on exactly 12 points. <laughs> we've, awesome. We're all joint last. <laughs> <laughs> we are all winners. Absolutely oh, we all get participation amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Charles I thought when you said it was going to be interesting, Scotty, I thought it was going to be, ah, oh, fuck it, it's me and you that are fucking tied for the top. Of, and, you know, it's all fucking three of us. <laughs> Jesus. Um, there was a stage a few weeks ago when you were streaks ahead, Dave, but you fell way off. Holy uh, yeah, money. I know. I went big air a few times just to make myself look impressive and it fucking backfired. <laughs> yeah. And now I look like a loser. <laughs> we all look boys. like losers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the the big question is right. Uh, we can either uh, all take uh, a third of a medal each, <laughs> <laughs> or we could we could take a. I'll take a handle, Scotty. You take a handle, and fucking Isidro will take the the center of the cup. Um, or <laughs> we can come up with a title decider, and uh, and we come up with a title decider, and we do the title decider on our roundup, uh, our season roundup in uh, two weeks' time. Um, or we base our whoever has the best season predictions because we don't forget we did season predictions that no one has, I can remember what we fucking voted oh, for. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So we can say whoever wins the season predictions also takes the race prediction trophy. Yeah, that, yeah. that sounds good Let's to me. Go with that. Do not start looking. Do you know what? Hang on a second. You're gonna download it and then delete it from the fucking share drive. Yeah, do do actually do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a second. Although wait, no, wait a second. If you download it, then you're gonna be like, oh, I'll just change. No, it I a I can bit. definitely can. All right, I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll, we'll just trust that everybody doesn't fucking look at it. Okay. Okay. I know for a fact you're looking at it, Scotty. Like, I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I just want to check. The, it's on Google Sheets, is it? I'm going to check the date check beside it. There. When check it was last open. checked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where was it? Season. Where? What's the title of it? Uh, do you know? I actually Late don't know. Prediction. Season, Season Prediction 2023. Yeah, 8th, 8th of May, Dave Jericho. That's the last time it was opened. Oh, so, that does that take? No, that's modified. just last modified. Does it show the last day it was opened? Oh no, it's just modified. Owned. Uh, oh when? yeah, no, just last modified. Okay. I don't even know where it is. Um, is it the twenty twenty is it in the twenty twenty three folder. Where is it? Oh, there yeah. it is. I see it. Our season prediction eighth of May. So, yeah. So what do we do? Maybe we all download it and don't look at it, and we can open it at the same time. Does that sound well, good? We don't need to download it and not look at it. It's in the Google Share Drive. <laughs> I know. I really want to. We are now it just now, making ourselves look like absolute <laughs> morons live on the podcast. I, I don't fucking trust either of you. Um, okay, it doesn't matter. No, I, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm just. I'm going to trust that no one's going to look at it, and we're going to fucking hit it on fucking in two weeks' time for okay, our season yeah. roundup. Okay, sounds um, good. All right, guys. Well, look, I think that's it for for uh, the 2023 season. We will be back in two weeks for our roundup of the season, the drivers, the points finishing, the constructors, the drivers title, and also our most obviously clearly important, uh, our season predictions <laughs> and how not only is that going to knock on about who wins the season predictions, but it will have a knock on who wins our overall race prediction uh, table as well. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back in, in two weeks' time. Uh, until then, uh, rest in peace, Terry Venables. <laughs>